you don't have a Bible, just raise your hand up. I'm proud of my mom. She drove herself to church today. So if you have a family member who's sick, she went through a stroke some years ago, but she can drive herself to church today. Amen. Hold your Bibles up. Say, this is God's word. Not Pastor Evans' word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. We thank that that your word is life-giving. Your word is designed to give us all the promises of God that are in Christ Jesus. As we submit to the Holy Spirit today, we thank you for his anointing to teach, to preach, and to change our lives in Jesus' name. Most of all, Father, as I have decreased, I thank you for the anointing to rise, to reach every person in this room, spiritually feed every person that's here, because you promised in your word that all those who thirst after righteousness shall be filled. We thank you that we'll leave here filled with the word and the spirit of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Our current series of teaching is called Back to the Basics. Say that with me. Say Back to the Basics. All of these lessons are designed to help some learn and for others to return to the basic disciplines that should be a part of our everyday Christian walk. In other words, this series is designed to help you start back doing what you used to do. Amen. Our focus has been on being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And the goal of these lessons is to provide accurate understanding of why speaking in tongues is so important. What the benefits of speaking in tongues are. How to operate the different manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And then finally, leading those who desire to speak in tongues, leading them to do that. And then also refilling and recharging those who are already filled with the Holy Spirit. So our topic today is tongues, the gateway to the supernatural. Tongues, the gateway to the supernatural. Now, I want to challenge those of you who already speak in tongues to not just hear me. I need you to listen to me. Because you may already speak in tongues, but if just because you know how to do something doesn't mean you're doing it at the max level. Let me give you an example. Because I've been talking about the Holy Spirit now for the last month or so, if you as a person who already pray in tongues, if you haven't increased your prayer life in terms of tongues, then you're not grabbing what I'm teaching. Amen. It's not just enough to have the knowledge. You have to put that knowledge into practice. Somebody say amen. amen. Now go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. That's our, that's our, uh, our uh, 
focus verse that we've been using for this series, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and uh, we're going to look in verse 9. The same point is the same. The unknown things that God has prepared for our lives can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, looking at verse 9, it says, But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed those things unto us by his spirit. That's why I do not believe that people, when people say God is a mysterious God, he's not mysterious. Because if he was, he wouldn't want to reveal things to us. Okay? And if you keep him in your mind as being mysterious, you will never get what he wants you to have. He says, but God has revealed those things to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Look in verse 11. For what knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. Amen. Now, the word reveal there means to make known what was before unknown. And last week, we talked about three different types of beliefs that a person can have about the Holy Spirit. Now, remember, I grew up Presbyterian. So Presbyterians, they didn't believe in speaking in tongues, but they didn't believe against it either. They were really in a neutral position. So that helped me because I didn't have to undo any bad teaching when I learned about it. And the first way or belief you can have is a theological belief. Say theological belief. And this is just where you believe in theory what man teaches about the Holy Spirit. And the problem with that is that man don't always teach what's right. In fact, man's theory doesn't always match the Bible. Just like evolution. You know, when we were growing up, uh, they didn't teach evolution as strong as they do now. Well, evolution is a theory made by man, but how many know that's not God's theory? And then you can have a traditional belief. This is where I choose to believe what I've been taught growing up, even if what I was taught growing up was not true. Do you know you can expose truth to someone and they, can, they have believed something one way all their life and then you can show them the truth and they still say, well, I still I don't want to believe that. Amen. So you can hold on to a traditional approach about the Holy Spirit, but then that won't help you. So we're going to talk about now the the next level of belief, and that is the belief in truth. Say true. And this is where I choose to allow the Word of God to be my map, my guide, and my belief system. Somebody say amen. Now, before I get into now talking about speaking in tongues, I want to just talk about some myths regarding speaking in tongues. Now, go to Mark chapter 16 very quickly. Mark chapter 16. Here are some myths about speaking in tongues that some people have. Now, you may not have these, but trust me, there are some people sitting here in this room that have had some myths about speaking in tongues that may not be correct. Now, let me ask this while I'm, while I'm, 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 I'm teaching here. How many in here do not speak in tongues? Let me see your hand. Okay, see, that's half of my room right there. So this message is relevant to who I'm talking to right here. And then those of you who already know something, trust me, you can get something out of what I'm going to teach this morning. Here's the first myth about speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is no longer needed. It's no longer valid. It don't even exist no more. Well, look in Mark chapter 16, look in verse 17. And this is Jesus talking. He says, and these signs will follow them that do what? What signs will follow? Who, who, what signs will follow? People who what? Believe. People who believe. So he says, these signs will follow them that believe. Listen to what the signs are. He says, in my name, they will be able to cast out what? Devils. Some people have devils. And you can't cancel a devil. Come on now. You can't cancel a devil. 
Sometimes when your kid's acting up, that is the devil. And you, Junior, why did you do that? And he just spitting in your face. No, Junior got a devil right now. We need to put our hands on Junior in a major way. In Jesus' name. <laughs> he says, he says, he that believe, well, where am I at now? All right, 16. He that believeth, where am I at? Okay, 17. Somebody said 16. All right. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. They shall what? Speak with what? New tongues. So if you are a believer, he says you have the ability to speak with new tongues. New tongues are tongues you didn't have before you had it. Are y'all with me? Then it goes on to say in verse 18, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover, and that's why we lay hands on people around here. That's why during prayer time, if you're sick, you need to come on down because we need to pray for you. Amen. All right, so the first myth is that speaking in tongues is no longer valid. What Jesus just said, that one of those signs that will follow those who believe is what? Speaking in tongues. Here's the second myth. If God wanted me to speak in tongues, I would just be speaking in tongues. Well, that's, that's false also. Write down 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. I'm going to read it to you, but I don't want you to turn there. Now, the reason why this is not true. Let me ask you a question. Do you think God wanted you dressed before you left the house this morning? How many here felt that God didn't want them to dress this morning? Let me see your hand. Just make sure. All right. Everybody got their clothes on. All right. Well, if, if God wanted you to speak in tongues, people say, well, God would just let me speak in tongues. Well, if he wanted you dressed, he'd have put your clothes on for you. But you had to put your clothes on, right? Okay, now, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, this is what it says in verse 3 and 4. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who, talking about God, will have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. So God wants everybody saved, and God wants everybody to know the truth. But my question to you is, is everybody saved? No. Uncle Henry died drinking without Jesus. So everybody don't get saved. But it's God's will for everybody to be saved. So why don't they get saved? Because they choose not to. Amen. So guess what? If you want to speak in tongues, it's got to be something you want. Here's number three. Speaking in tongues is a gift that only certain people have. Go to Acts chapter 2. Go to Acts chapter 2. I'm just going to very quickly just kill some myths about speaking in tongues because some of you all were lied to. You don't want to speak in tongues. That's the devil. Or that's for crazy people. How many heard devils of the devil? Let me see hands. You know, I mean, everybody hears something real weird about it. And, and it's just, it, and, and it only takes the word that will clear that up. Watch this now. Acts chapter 2, look in verse 38. This is, here's a myth. Speaking in tongues is a gift that only certain people have. I'm going to show you that it's not a gift. It's part of a gift package, but it's not a gift itself. Look in now Acts chapter 2, look in verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall, what class? Receive the gift of what? The Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. So what's the gift? The Holy Spirit is the gift. Now watch this now. That word receive, what word do you think that is I've been teaching y'all along? That's Lombano. 
Okay? Now, I'm going to show you something real different about this because this word receive, we're going to see both words in, 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 in the next coming verses here. He says, you shall receive a lambano, a grab hold of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. That's everybody. This is not just for people who first got saved in the Old Testament or back in Jesus' day. He said this is for your children, your children's children, and even those who the Lord will call. That sounds like everybody to me. Don't it sound like everybody to you? Amen. Go to, uh, now, now go to Luke chapter 11. Go to Luke chapter 11. Some people think that speaking in tongues is of the devil. Let me just kill that one real quick because I can't lead you to do it if you think that, oh man, I might get a devil if I ask the Holy Spirit to come. I might get a devil. No, you're not going to get the devil because see, the devil and God can't dwell in the same place. Luke chapter 11, look in verse 11. It says, this is Jesus talking. He says, let's look in verse uh, Nine. He says, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. For everyone that asks it receives. And he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks it shall be opened. Verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he, for, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? Watch verse 13. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to who? To those who ask. So when you ask God to be filled with the Holy Spirit, that's exactly what's going to happen to you. Nothing worse, nothing bad. It's all good. Touch your neighbor and say it's all good. Now here's one more. Here's one more. I'm not going to give biblical reference for it because we'll figure that out as we go through our lesson. Some people believe that if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. That's not true either. You don't have to be, you have to be saved to speak in tongues, but you don't have to uh, speak in tongues to be saved. Did y'all get that? All right, good. All right. So that way, if you leave today and you decide that you don't want to do that, that's fine. That's fine. It just means that you have chosen to just not operate at that level. Now, Last week, uh, the last few weeks, we've been talking about the different ways of receiving the Holy Spirit. One was receiving him inwardly, that was Decamiah, and one was manifesting him outwardly, that was called what class? Lombano. Y'all, are y'all woke this morning? All right, go to Acts chapter 8. Go to Acts chapter 8 real quickly. Let me show you these two words right in the same context so you can see the difference between the two. I'm going to quickly illustrate it one more time for those who haven't been with us, and then I'm going to jump right into what I'm trying to do this morning. Acts chapter 8, look in verse 15. Watch this now. We're talking about Decamiah and Lombano. Now, the word Lombano and Decamiah, those are Greek words for those of you who are visiting us. And those Greek words are the same English word received. Our English version or language is very limited. That's why the Bible was written in the language it was because it was more expressive than how we are. Like, for instance, we, I may say, oh, man, I love my wife. And then I may turn around and we have a dog named Princess and say, oh, I love Princess. Well, do you think I love Princess, my dog, like I do my wife? If I do, something's wrong with me. In other words, that's how limited the English version is. But see, in the Greek language, I would probably say, I agape my wife, but I phileo, don't that mean friendship? I phileo my dog. You see the difference? Okay, those are two different 
Greek words, but the same English word that we use. Same thing here, but I want to point out because in order to manifest the Holy Spirit when it comes to speaking in tongues, you have to lambano. You can't decamile. So look at this. Acts chapter 8. Look now in verse 15. Watch what it says. Uh, let's go for it, verse 14. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, what received do you think that is, class? Huh? Decamiah. Very good. That is Decamiah. He said that the, uh, the uh, saints in Jerusalem, uh, Samaria, had received or Decamiah the word of God. They sent unto them Peter and John. Now, let me de- illustrate that real quick. Illustrate. Okay, Pastor Che, I'm going to illustrate this with you. He's going to come and I'm going to decamiah. He's going to decamiah my Bible. Okay, turn around so everybody can see. All right. This is what the word decamiah means. Now, who did most of the work? I did. All he had to do was receive. And that's what the word decamiah means. It means to receive or accept. Thank you very much. I want you to stay right. Uh, go ahead and go to your seat because I'm going to tell you to do something different. But now watch this now. Let's keep reading. Look at verse 15. Or verse 15, 16. For as they, uh, for as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they that were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Watch verse 17. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Now, which received do you think that is? That's Lombano. Now, this is what that means. I want you to come and Lombano my Bible, Pastor Che. He's going to come and Lombano my Bible. Now, who did most of the work that time? All right. Now, the word, thank you, Pastor. The word lambano means to take hold of, to grab, and to grasp. And that, that's what it takes to speak in tongues. You can't just speak in tongues like this. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're going to open your hot mouth. <laughs> All right. Okay. Write this down in Joel chapter 2, verse 28. It talks about that God said that he was going to pour upon all flesh the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit was a promise to people to have, for God to to give to people years ago. This was on the Old Testament in the book of Joel. He said that he was going to pour his spirit out upon all flesh. So that was a promise given back then. But then, are you still in Acts? Go to Acts now, chapter 1. Let me show you Acts chapter 1. Now, I'm going to show you this promise that, that was made in the Old Testament. It came to pass in the New Testament. Acts chapter 1, look in verse 4. It says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them, talking about Jesus, that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. That's where people get tarrying from. You don't have to tarry anymore because the Holy Spirit has been released. Okay, but watch this now. He said, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, is, which says, he have heard of me. For John truly baptized with what? Water. But, he sh- but you shall be baptized with what? The Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Watch now verse 6. Uh, let's look in verse 8. It says, but you shall receive. Now, what receive do you think that is? That's Lombano. He said, you're going to Lombano some power after the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And as a result of that, you'll be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. So guess what now? We have to see that the promise that God made the Old Testament of the Holy Spirit being poured out was manifested right here in the book of Acts. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, 
what happens? If you keep reading, if you go to Acts chapter 2, uh, look, in, look in Acts chapter 2, look in verse 1. It says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all on one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire. It wasn't fire, it was like fire. And it sat upon each one of them, watch this now, verse 4, and they were how many? How many? All filled with what? The Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost and began to what? Speak with other tongues, watch this now, as the Spirit gave them utterance. In other words, they learned, they didn't learn it, this wasn't something they went to school for. God gave them the Holy Spirit and we know that because they began to speak in tongues. Amen. Now look in verse 38 of chapter 2. Look in verse 38 again. That's when Peter said... Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. And then you'll receive that. So the only prerequisite for Lambano and the Holy Spirit is your salvation. You got to be saved before you can speak in tongues. Amen. Now, people, once you learn how to use this to your advantage, it takes your life now from average to what I call supernatural. Everybody say years ago. See, some of these stories I tell you... I. The reason I tell them is because they were very impactful for me at the time. It's because I, this is when I learned how to walk in this stuff. Well, I remember when, when my wife and I, we moved back here to America. We bought a car. Uh, actually, my uncle Jesse, he's passed now. Uh, he gave us this car. Now, my uncle Jesse was a chain smoker. You know what a chain smoker is, right? Chain smoker is a person who can't stop. As soon as one goes out, he lights another well, Uncle Jesse had cigarette buttholes all in the seats. I mean, they were just holes all in the seat. So we bought some fake, you know, sheepskin. Y'all remember that back in the day? And we covered the seats up so they wouldn't all be all ugly looking. And so we first got our first car from him. Praise the Lord. And that, was, that car was named Betsy. Well, Betsy died on us. And Betsy, before she died, she quit several times on us. She quit when she got ready, which is never a convenient time when you're driving a car. So long story short, we decided to buy another car. And so by faith, we went out and I went and I saw this used Mercedes. It was white and it was nice. And I said, boy, my wife would like that car right there. Well, I got back home. I told my wife about it. She was like, I'm in agreement. We're going to get that car right there. Of course, she's going to say, in agreement with a Mercedes. So she was in agreement. So we prayed, prayed the prayer agreement. Then I started doing the natural stuff. I started applying for loans. You just can't believe in Jesus' name and do nothing. Faith without works is dead. So I started calling around. I called, first person I called was my bank. I figured I'd bank with them. They ought to give me a loan. I called them up. They ran my credit. They said, Mr. Connor. We're happy to tell you that we'll give you a car loan. I was like, praise the Lord. They said, well, you have to put something down. I was like, okay, well, how much I need to put down? 9000 I was like, the devil is a liar. If I had $9,000, I wouldn't need you. So I was like, that's not the person. So, I mean, I made all kind of calls. And they were, no, 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 no. And finally, I called this credit union. And I called them. 
And they went down to, you know, credit unions. You got to be kin to somebody who knows somebody, who knows somebody, who loves somebody, who, who went to somebody, who's married to somebody. You know, so they went through all the criteria. And, 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 and I didn't hear it. And I was like, man. So I was, at that point, I got really frustrated. And then I got discouraged. How many have been there? I knew God wanted us to have that car because we needed a car. So I, I, I went and told my wife. I was like, babe, they all said no. She was like, that is not the report of the Lord. That's exactly what she said. And I was like, well, can you just have some compassion on me and just say, it's going to be all right? <laughs> you know? She was like, that's not the report of the Lord. So I did what most people don't do. When, listen to me. Are you listening to me? When it don't work in the natural, you now shift from the natural to the supernatural. So I laid on the bed. I'll never forget. I laid on the bed and I started praying in the spirit. And I prayed all that frustration off of me. And then all of a sudden, a thought comes to my mind. A thought. And it was a thought that God put in my mind. And the thought was, call the credit union back. So now I start arguing with the thought. Didn't you just see me call the credit union? They just told me no. I know they told you no. Call them back. Well, why you want me to call them back? You want me to hear no again and get depressed all over again? Call them. Finally, he said, just call them. And I knew it was the Lord. So I got on the phone and I called the credit union back. I said, excuse me, I just called y'all about car loans and what it, what, it, what it takes and all that. Can you just tell me the criteria again? They started listening. So and so and so and so. Your mama got to live in Iraq. And, you know, your, your daddy got to have six toes. You know, and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then they got down to the last one. They said, someone in your family must have been in the military. Now, either they didn't say that the first time or I didn't hear it the first time. I said, well, my dad was in the army. Does that count? They said, yes. I said, oh, praise the Lord. I said, so now what else do I got to do? They said, well, you got to open up a savings account. I said, well, how much money we got to have in that savings account? They said, $5. I said, I got $5. <laughs> I said, well, 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 what else we got to do after that? They said, well, you got to fill out an application. I said, well, can I? Say, I said, where are y'all at? I said, well, how long would it take before I know answer? They said, oh, less than 24 hours. Man, I went down there and I filled out that application. And guess what? They called me, watch this, in like four hours. And they said, Mr. Connor, congratulations. You got a loan on your Mercedes with no money down. Now, what's my point of the story? When I begin to speak in tongues, when I shifted from the natural to the supernatural, God began to give me supernatural thoughts of things to do, a strategy of faith that I didn't have before I started. Did y'all get that? So you got to understand that when you speak in tongues, there's a certain level of revelation that God will give you when you do that. Go to Galatians chapter 3. Go to Galatians chapter 3. I am not even close to finishing my lesson. Lord Jesus. Oh, did y'all get blessed anyway? Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. Now, here, I'm going to stop right here, but I'm gonna, this is the major point. Here's the deal. To, to, to pray in the spirit, to speak in tongues, you got to do it by faith. Galatians chapter 3, look at verse 13. 
It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Watch verse 14. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, which is us, through Jesus Christ, that we, the Gentiles, might receive, which is Lombano, the promise of the Spirit. How, class? Through faith. You cannot speak in tongues through your head. It doesn't happen in your head. It happens all on the inside. And all you got to do is and next week, see, because I was supposed to finish everything this week. I don't know why I thought I was going to be able to finish everything this week. Didn't happen like that. But here's what we're going to do. Next week, I'm going to walk you through some information. Say information. information. Then I'm going to give you some inspiration. Say inspiration. inspiration. Then I'm going to give you some application. Say application. application. And then the next Sunday morning, I'm going to have a class for manifestation. So after I teach y'all this, I'm going to ask y'all to get the CDs. For those of you who don't speak in tongues, get the CD. Get it, get it, get it. You're going to listen, 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 listen. And then by that following Sunday, you're going to be ready and you're going to speak in tongues. Last time I did this, I think I had about 50 people came up and 49 of them spoke in tongues. The one finally came along later. But they got it. Amen. Now, that's all I got to say this morning. (laughs) Did y'all learn something? Get a lot of hand clap. Some of the visitors going, I know he's not serious. <laughs>